Welcome to Dare, Share, Create, the podcast. Conversations, concepts, and insights from people who have dared to go after their dreams, who share their gifts with the world, and who create the life that they want. I'm your host, Elizabeth Valentine, voiceover artist, singer, speaker, and coach. This podcast aims to free you from whatever's holding you back, spark transformation, and is designed to give you the courage, inspiration, permission, and tools to live your best, most inspired and fulfilled life so you can make the biggest positive impact in the world. Now, on to today's conversation. Hello, hello, and welcome to this new episode of Dare Share Create the Podcast. So, how are you doing? Today, I wanted to talk about saying no. Saying no. I mean, really, saying no is sometimes one of the best things we can ever do for ourselves. But I don't think we say no nearly often enough. Saying no to the things we don't want enables us to say yes to the things that we really want to do, the things that really excite us, the things that really gets us going, the things that are in exact alignment with our deepest values and dreams and goals. And of course, that is kind of what this podcast is all about, isn't it? It is about living your best, most inspired life and making the biggest positive impact in the world. And I really think that if more of us said no to the things that we don't want, the things that don't fill up our cup, the things that are draining us, then I think more people would live a more fulfilled life, and therefore be able to share their gifts more, be more generous, have more energy to give and to be of service in the world and to just be happier. And, you know, there's that saying, hurt people hurt people and healed people heal people. And I think there is a lot of truth in that. So why don't we say no more often? There's a, lot of, there's a lot of things in it, but I'll share you a couple of stories from my own life today. So this morning, as you know, if you followed uh, the podcast for a while and if you follow me on Instagram, every Tuesday for well over a year now, I have a call with my accountability group, a lovely group of entrepreneurs and business leaders who are just wonderful. And we have a call every Tuesday morning just to kind of check in, be accountable to each other because pretty much all of us are working on our own. So it's important to have that support. But this week, I just didn't feel like it. I just didn't feel like it. And I'd been umming and ahhing. And last night I thought, "Mm, I don't think I'm going to join this call tomorrow, but I'm going to see how I feel in the morning. And I woke up and I wasn't feeling it. And then the go-to is always to say, oh, well, sure, you can just do that. Oh, it'll be fine. It's only an hour and a half or two hours or whatever it is. It'll be fine. Just do it. But deep down, I was like, I don't want to. I just don't want to today. So I was lying in bed and sort of contemplating "Hmm, what to do, what to do. So I did a meditation because I thought I have to just check in with myself why do I want to say no to this thing? Because there's no discernible real reason. 
I love those guys. But sometimes we might want to say no because of we're afraid of, of something to do with that situation. But sometimes we just want to say no because we want to honor what we really need in that moment in time. But it can be hard to discern what's what. So that's why being still and really being able to hear your inner voice is an important tool. So I did a meditation. I did some journaling, as I always do. And I was like, okay, what is it? Why do I want to not join this call today? And by the way, I'm on the call 50 50 times a year at least um, because we have a call each week. So I really tuned in with myself and I was like, when I think about it, and when I think of these lovely faces, it doesn't make me feel excited. It doesn't make me feel expansive. It doesn't make me feel anything but, oh, God. It makes me feel like, oh, I have to sort of pump myself up to go and be like, hey, yeah, so we're talking about goals. We're talking about this. It just wasn't the day for it. I was like, I feel tired. I feel like staying in bed. I feel called to do nothing right now. But also I felt called to do a podcast episode about saying no. So, you know, I was kind of like sitting and doing my meditation. I had lovely music on. And one of the things that often happen if you say no to something, you think, but what am I going to do instead? And will that be better or worse? So then FOMO kicks in. And you're like, but ultimately, that's not going to nurture me today being on that call. What's going to nurture me today is being quiet and staying in bed. So I did. I stayed in bed all morning and I was still, you know, I was listening to um, a call that I hadn't had time to listen to yet, uh, which was something I'd been wanting to do. I was doing more journaling. I was thinking about what I want this year to be about for me. And that required quiet and my body needed to rest. Then at lunchtime, I got up, I did a big workout. I made a lovely, healthy lunch with lots of vegetables. And then I sat down and got ready to record this podcast and see, had I gone on the call this morning and picked myself up by my bootstraps and powered through, I might have not had the energy to do this recording today. I probably wouldn't have because I would have been, well, I could maybe have become excited, but I don't think so. But how do we know what is intuition and what's fear? It can be really hard to discern what's what. But something I read, and I think um, it's Marie Folio who says, does it make you feel expansive? Does it make you feel excited when you think about it? Or does it feel constricting? And that's the difference between intuition and fear telling you to say no. And, you know, I I used to always say yes. I'm really practicing saying no these days. 
want to be great if we could say no when we mean no and yes when we mean yes. But I think it's been so muddled for all of us throughout, I mean, since our childhood, where we've been trained, I would say, to say yes and to be polite always and please everyone else because probably we've been pushed to always say yes. And sometimes, and I've certainly had this in my own adult life, where because I always say yes, then the times when I have said no, the reaction I've gotten has not been what I wanted or what I was expecting. And it's felt really unfair because I'm like, well, fucking hell, excuse my French. I always say yes. I always go above and beyond. And this one time when I've said no, you react like that. What the hell? And and it's funny because I had such fury and anger in those situations. And I was talking to my uh, lovely coach about it. And she, because I was like, whoa, I need to figure out what is going on because my rage is not in proportion to the situation. Do you guys know this? When your rage it's just not in proportion. So that's when you have to really look at yourself and go, huh, okay. What is rightful anger about the situation? And what's your own unresolved, built up rage? Because this is what my coach said. She said, hmm, I think this is anger towards yourself for all the times you have said yes when you really meant no. I was like, yeah, that resonates with me. I was furious at myself and with the other people, but mainly with myself for all the times I said yes when I really deep down meant no because I didn't want to disappoint. But really, who ended up disappointed? I did. Do you, do you recognize this? Have you got situations from that in your own life where you've been like, oh, yeah. I always say yes, but I actually mean no thank you very much. So that was just a big wake-up call for me to go, ah, how can I tune in and really discern when is it a yes and when is it a no? And it could be hard to figure out at first. I think the more you get in tune with your inner voice, the easier it becomes and the quicker it becomes. And then you have to practice saying no with the little things. And I know I've given you some tips in the episode where I talk about people pleasing on how we can practice saying no and how you can time delay. If someone says, oh, can you do this for me? Then instead of just saying no, because that can be a bit confronting, you can sort of delay it and say, oh, let me check my diary. Let me get back to you. Uh, I'm going to have to, I will let you know tomorrow. Because that gives you time to be still, listen to your inner voice, whether that is you doing a meditation, you going for a walk, doing a breathing exercise, journaling, I think is the most powerful thing. I always keep harping on about it. But journaling is so important because sometimes, especially if you just free write, put on some lovely relaxing music without any lyrics. 
I think that's important because as soon as there's lyrics, certainly my brain goes to, oh, what are they saying? So something that's sort of inoffensive but puts you into that nice, hmm, calm brain waves. Um, and then see what comes out for you. See what comes up. That's really the only thing we can do. And then, then you can make the best decision for the highest good of all. I like to always, when I have to make a decision and if I'm unsure about it, I'll do some deep breathing. Maybe I'll do a little prayer and I'll ask for guidance to do the thing that is of the highest good for all involved. Then you can't really go wrong, I think. But it does come down to really just, it has to come from within and be deeply aligned to your values when we want to say yes. The way I've started to tune into myself is really as soon as something doesn't feel right, as soon as something feels uncomfortable, that's a clue for you to really investigate what's behind the discomfort. And, you know, we absolutely grow outside our comfort zone. So sometimes you just got to go, ah, okay, I just feel uncomfortable because this is new or it means I have to step up, or ah, it's something unfamiliar, whatever that might be. Okay, great. Go and do it if you're afraid of it. But sometimes we feel uncomfortable because something isn't right. It's not in alignment with our values. It's overstepping our personal boundaries, whatever it might be. Or someone is just deeply unpleasant or their actions are, I should say. Um, but especially this thing about values, and I'm a big believer in saying no when something isn't aligned with your values, especially when it comes to work, especially when it comes to paid work. And I know that that can be really hard to turn down work, especially if there's not much work coming in. But sometimes you absolutely should. And trust that when you say no to the wrong things, you're making space for the right things or the right jobs. And I'll tell you a story from my own life. A couple of years ago, I was booked into a studio to do a job. I didn't know what it was. I just knew that it was a sponsorship. And I get into the studio and they hand me the script and I look at it and I'm like, I feel like this is for online gambling. And I asked the team, I was like, oh, hey, can you just, who is the client for this? And they're like, oh, yeah, it's online casino. And I was sitting there and my whole inside just went, oh, oh, I don't feel comfortable with this. And it's funny because I've just been in Denmark and, and this is also how we get influenced by other people, right? I've just been to Denmark visiting uh, my family I remember watching TV with my dad and there were so many commercials for online gambling. And my dad going, and there was someone who was advertising for this online gambling. I think he was like a comedian or something. And dad said, oh, I used to love him, but now I don't. And I was like, oh, he was like, well, he is advertising for that. And he was like, I've lost all respect for him. Oh, okay. So that definitely had a say in why I felt uncomfortable about doing this sponsorship. 
But also it was a sponsorship that was going to go out on the channel, on the TV channel that I'm a voice for. So I was like, I can't really have my me being the brand voice of a TV channel being confused with me then endorsing online gambling. And also, quite frankly, I wouldn't use my voice to endorse cigarettes or crack cocaine or online gambling, which we know is hugely addictive. People are losing their homes, their livelihoods. It's a huge, huge problem on our TV channel, TV3. We have a show called The Luxury Trap, which is all about sort of people getting into financial difficulties. So many of them are there because they have gambling addiction. It ruins people's lives. I was like, I just can't do it. I do not want to put my voice to this brand. So I was sitting there and obviously this was going on in my head and there is a uh, sound engineer, there's a producer, there is a production assistant. I've been booked in. They want to pay me for it. And I was like, sorry, guys, I can't do it. We reached a, because it was a studio I work with a lot. So I said, okay, how about this? How about I, how about I record it? But I want to have time to think about whether I want to commit for using my voice. And I thought about it. And then I was just like, listen, guys, I'm so sorry. But I can recommend you someone who can do the job. And it felt really good. I also felt like I was being a diva and I was being really difficult and I was making problems for everyone. Ultimately, they should have checked with me beforehand because when it's alcohol, religion, gambling, things like that, that can be a bit polarizing then they should check. But anyway, my friend got the job, had no problem with it. It was beautiful. She got paid. They were all happy. It all got done in the same day. Great. The next day, I got booked for a job that was 100% in alignment with my values. And honestly, I mean, you know me, I'm a bit woo-woo. Honestly, had I not said no to the other job, I don't think the new job had come in. It was a win-win for all, maybe except for the people who got a bit stressed out when I was like, sorry, I can't voice that. But this is the thing, we have to say no. One time I was, I said yes to a job that really I should have said no to. And it was a pain in the ass. From start to finish, I worked so hard for it. I even worked on the day before Christmas. When I had gone on Christmas holiday, I had to work in between Christmas and New Year. It was terrible. And I knew, by the way, but I didn't want to let down the person who introduced me to the job. Who, by the way, wouldn't have cared either way, whether I said yes or no. But I was like, oh, no, well, and I don't want to charge too much and what, what, what. And you know what? It was a pain in the ass. And I swore I will never say no to a job like that when it is not with people who are great and when it's not with 
yeah. Anyway, I don't know what I'm saying now, but I'm saying that you should say no. And I know that it can sound like I'm coming from a really privileged place that I can afford to say no to jobs. But really, you want to just make sure that you're thinking long money and not short money. And sometimes, yes, you have to take the short money, but hmm, that's what I wanted to say. So say no when you mean no. And yes, when you mean yes. That's really the biggest that's really the biggest piece of advice I can give. And there's a singer who's actually written a song where she sings, If it's not a hell, yes, it's a no. And I love that. So that's it for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. Go and check in with yourself this week. Where do you say yes when you really mean no? Thank you for listening. And till next time, keep daring. Keep sharing and keep creating.